0: We have been supporting folk artists for 50 years now. And by this time, by having worked in this field, in this state, for a couple of decades now, I am only reinforced in my belief that this state fosters the traditional arts in very powerful ways.
1: That's Sally Peterson, the Folklife Director of the North Carolina Arts Council. Sally oversees our work supporting and celebrating North Carolina's traditional arts and life. Our state is known for its traditional arts. Think bluegrass and gospel music, pottery and boat building. These are the types of artistic traditions that emerge and evolve within communities. They're often passed on informally through generations, personal relationships, and community connections, and they're valued and judged through a community's own aesthetic standards. North Carolinians are proud of their traditional arts, and they're going to be on display this weekend at the North Carolina Folklife Area of the National Folk Festival in Greensboro.
0: This year, our focus will be on the millennial generation of traditional artists. Their situation and their generation just presents a whole new set of circumstances and the choices they make about... Following traditional arts and combining them with other artistic interests and abilities is something that we at the Arts Council want to support. And we want to learn about it and we want to follow it and trace how traditions are transmitted generation from generation among the folk artists in this state. This year, the theme of the NC Folklife
1: Area, which is sponsored by the Arts Council, is Generation Now. A recent grant from the National Endowment for the Arts gave the Arts Council an opportunity to document and help the next generation of traditional artists in North Carolina. And the North Carolina Folklife Area will feature a range of these artists, from Cherokee storytellers and bluegrass musicians to a tattoo artist and a Lumbee Indian rock and soul band. Together, the program reflects the diversity and vibrancy of North Carolina's evolving cultural heritage, which matters in our increasingly complicated, interconnected, globalized world,
0: because it reminds us of what makes our state and our people unique. We have tremendously strong traditional artists and artistry in this state, And it continues. I think our young people, you know, growing up are proud of that. It does show a real dedication to your community and to that aesthetic that emerges from that community. And I think a lot of young people really treasure that. They value it. And maybe uh, that's the most heartening thing is how much young people actually are valuing their elders. And I feel that some of the programs that we at the Arts Council have created over the years have really helped that. I think the Blue Ridge Music Trail and the African American Music Trail have been inspirational for younger artists. And I think they've also provided them some venues to play at and also some validation that what they are doing and what their parents and grandparents did are valuable to the state.
1: You're listening to Arts Across NC, a podcast by and about the North Carolina Arts Council. The show is produced and hosted by me, Sandra Davidson, and it features original music by Phil Cook. The National Folk Festival takes place in Greensboro this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, September 8th, 9th, and 10th. To get a full schedule for the North Carolina Folklife area, visit ncarts50.org. Stay in touch with us by following the North Carolina Arts Council on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And share the show with a friend if you like it. We'll see you this weekend at the National Folk Festival. Take care.